How are we doing? It is episode 65 of Franco's World. Thanks for tuning in today. Interesting episode today. It's just me, myself, and I. You get to hear my monotonous voice for 30 minutes. No interruptions. All right. I do have one ad baseballlegendapparel.com. Use promo code Frank with a K out checkout for 10% off your final purchase. Hats, t shirts, hoodies, sweatshirts, leggings for the ladies. There's onesies for babies. There's a bunch of cool stickers you can put on your laptop. Okay, I got a couple on there. Even if you don't like baseball, there's some cool art stuff on there. So give it a look-see. Use promo code FRANK with a K at checkout. 10% off your final purchase. Do it. Do it. And uh, remember, this is only an exhibition. This is not a competition. Please, no wagering. All right, so today's episode, I want to start out by talking about this. It's 30 minutes, just me. I'm all by my lonesome, okay? I do. Well, hold, let me backtrack. I want to give a shout-out to Joey and Tim, Clyde and Claire. Thank you, guys. You guys are great. Okay, I'm going to interview more comics. That's the plan. I like talking to fellow jokesters. Okay, I just want to extend another thank you to them. Colleges. I want to talk about colleges right now. University of Alabama reports over 560 coronavirus cases since classes resumed. 560. Now, these people are going to be considered, uh, you know, less at risk. I think the majority of college students are, you know, 18 to, to 21, 22. Pretty peak healthy age range there. All right. As long as they don't have any pre-existing conditions and, and what have you. A lot of those kids are still in shape. And so we got over 560 cases. This will not be a, this is not an outlier. Okay. This will be a, a, a steady increase uh, in news stories we see about this there will be a bunch of colleges that have this issue and West Virginia I will say this WVU will be one of them so I hate to break it down to you seniors like this but to you seniors and I know I sound like a Texas football coach you seniors out there okay okay so you seniors you you, you thought class of 20 19? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Last, last year's class be class of 2020? You thought class of 2020 had it rough? You guys, class of 2021? You're going to have it even worse. So I'm glad you got acclimated with the online learning last year because that's what you're going to be doing this year. All right? It's not good. So get mad at your at your colleagues. Get mad at your at your fellow classmates for doing things out of line. Get mad at them for holding these massive ragers, okay? I'm not saying you can't party. Party with your roommates. You live with them for a reason. You probably like them, all right? So we're doing these massive blowout parties, Project X style, like we did when I was in college, okay? But that also wasn't during a global pandemic. I was there for the 2012, 2012 Baylor riots. No, wait, 2012 player. <laughs> wait, no, <laughs> I wasn't. The 2014 Baylor riots. Sorry, excuse me. I wasn't there for 2012. 2014's when I started. I was there for that. Okay. I was walking around the streets. I got pepper sprayed or tear gassed or what have you. I know what it's like. Okay. So get mad at your fellow students for going out there and messing around. But this, again, this is not an outlier. University of Alabama, 560 cases since classes resumed. Here's what's going to happen at, at, at colleges. They're going to show up. You're going to have two weeks of classes. You're going to do welcome week is great. 
okay? And you're going to try to make Welcome Week happen as, as, as students. You're going to try to make the most out of Welcome Week. I get it. You want to have fun. But these decisions are going to lead you to going back home with mom and dad. All right, it's happening at UNC. North Carolina is already doing it, and North Carolina is being jerks about it. Okay, because the date to get a refund on on whatever down payment, housing, tuition, whatever, okay, a meal plan and everything, the date to get a refund was also the same date that they wanted you that they sent the emails out to people, I believe. Or it was the date that they had to move out. One of the two. I believe it was the date that they actually sent the email. So essentially, depending on when you got that, maybe you're in class and maybe you're working, maybe you're an athlete or, or whatever. All right. By the time you get that, you probably missed the deadline already. So North Carolina is just taking all of your money. And that's and that's what this is. Okay. Is colleges especially. It's just all one big cash grab. It is insane to me. Okay. Uh, I was having a good conversation with my good friend. We'll just call him. GD. That's his name. We'll just call him GD. And and it's all and he and I are in agreement that if you don't have a really strong idea of what you want to do in, in your professional future, look into going into trade school, look into to just straight up working. OK, because or, or just go to a cheaper with the cheapest option possible. If you if you think, well, maybe I should just get a back pocket degree, go to an incredibly cheap school. OK. Because, you know, I'll use my university in particular. They're starting to price out the natives of the state. West Virginia is not known for being a state that has a bunch of money. And you got kids. So this promise scholarship thing, I don't even know if it's a thing anymore. Where it was like guaranteed you get to go to school if you got a certain score in your ACT. All right. I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. I haven't heard about it. All right. I also don't follow people that are like that young. So maybe it is a thing. I don't know. Either way. The, they're pricing people out. Costs are going up and up and up. And the university is just becoming like a big business. That's essentially what it is. It's a big business. And, you know, you got the president. You got Gordon Gee spending millions of dollars to fly from Morgantown to Charleston on his private jet or his chopper. All right. It's just because he's a good PR guy and he has his nice little bow ties. And he's a, he's the face of university. He's a great face of the university. All right. Uh, Business-wise, I think there's a reason he's he's been... Uh, bounced out of a couple different colleges that's just me now back to back to uh coronavirus and colleges it's not gonna get any better it's gonna get worse okay and and we love that american optimism of of we can overcome this disease all right well we're not we're not really taking the steps to do it you know we're not really doing that either way i'm very very tired of this thing being a political issue. I'm a Corona believer. Don't listen to the show if you hate me. I don't care. All right. I, I probably don't want you as a listener anyway. I'm a Corona believer. Um, but I just hate how this this whole thing has been politicized. And it's it's I guess I'm gonna politicize it right now. I love being uh hypocritical, but like how hard is it for the president to just be like, hey, you know what? Let's let's do the guidelines here. Let's just follow the guidelines. And 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 uh, he's not doing it. So speaking of politics, we had the RNC and the DNC, the Republican National Convention, Democratic National National Convention. Uh, that just happened past week or so. If you take time out of your day to watch either of these, 
You are a moron. Okay? You are seriously, you're going to sit here as opposed to doing something productive and you're going to sit here and we'll listen to talking heads or, or people with sob stories. And granted, they're sad, but they're always like, listen, my son or daughter has this problem. And this politician took time out of his day to talk to him or her. Doesn't that humanize this guy? Doesn't that humanize this person, you know, that's going to inevitably make terrible decisions that impact the lives of millions negatively no matter what? Doesn't that make him a little bit more likable than the other guy? Come on, join my team. No Democrats ever going to watch the RNC and go, you know what? I'm jumping ship. I'm doing it. President Trump talked to a coal miner in West Virginia. I didn't see Biden do that. I'm jumping. Nobody on the RNC is ever watching Biden talk to the, to the little kid with a stutter. And he's like, you know what? Biden overcame a stutter. He still stumbles around words. Now we just blame it on dementia and not the fact he had a stutter for most of his life. It was nice of him to talk to that little boy. I'm jumping. I'm doing it, baby. I'm going to the DNC. No one is ever going to do that. I mean, are we serious? And I really wish the pandemic wasn't going on because I love watching uh, the debates and stuff like that just for like, just because they're moronic. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's incredible to me. And uh, the, the conventions are probably more fun to watch whenever they're not doing Zoom interviews. Like the conventions are a ton of fun when you got people with signs with a red Illinois sign jumping up and down. They're like, yeah, he believes in me. Like if President, like if uh, Biden wins, the guy from Illinois, like he had something to do with it, you know? Oh, I held the sign, I did it, yeah. It's it's moronic, man. I mean, I've said that word a billion times, but I have no other word to describe it other than moronic. No one is ever gonna change their mind. I mean, the people that believe in the president now, that's their guy. There's literally nothing if if they all the stuff that's been said about him and everything if like if they have not jumped from that ship okay so the cruise is coming in and you're like oh here's this cruise line do we really want to take it and like all these people hear about all the negative things it's like well a bunch of passengers got sick on this cruise this cruise has known to uh, sink every now and again this this cruise is known for filing for chapter uh, seven bankruptcy well you know what I'm still gonna buy a ticket they're not gonna leave the cruise now. Okay, if anything, they're going to be like, oh, I'm going to double down. I'm going to stay longer. I'm not even going to work for this cruise line. I don't know. All right. No one's ever going to change their mind (laughs) about this. So let's just shut up and let's just get back to joking around. That's all that really matters. Reality is a suggestion. I learned that from the History Hyenas podcast. Uh, Reality is a suggestion and jokes are jokes. Okay. But still. I mean, <laughs> no one is ever going to be like, oh, Joe Biden, what a great guy. He called my niece on her birthday. I'm jumping over. I'm jumping to the DT. <laughs> no one's going to do that. So these conventions are, uh, are, are dumb. Now, regular conventions, comic, comic conventions, Comic Con or whatever, I'd watch that on TV. I'd watch people walk around, you know, in costumes. That took time and effort, and those are real people. And those people won't defend insurance agencies, insurance agencies 
that will leave you dead and penniless, which is a real issue. If you want to talk about real issues, medical insurance is a big issue. Uh, what else is a big issue? I think drugs are a big issue in the country right now. Yeah, we got. I mean, we have a we have a, a racial divide in the country that needs to be addressed. We got a lot of issues going on domestically, and the only thing we worry about right now is like, well, our numbers are better than South Korea's numbers, but like they're not. So that's what we're we're worried about right now. I mean, why do we have like a million cases of coronavirus? What are we doing? And and this brings me to another point. Why in the middle of a pandemic, worst of its kind, partially on us, partially on the government, are our leaders taking a vacation? They're in recess in the summer during a pandemic. That's that's not good. Uh, you what? I mean, the kitchen is on fire. We're cooking up burgers. The kitchen is on fire and the chef has left the building. What are we doing here? Like, why are the leaders just dipping out? That doesn't make sense to me. What have they done to warrant a vacation? You know who deserves a vacation? The server at the restaurant at half capacity that had to take a pay uh, deduction. Okay, they had to switch positions in the restaurant. They can't afford rent. Okay? They're working overtime. They don't get a vacation to barely keep their head above water. But Tom, Dick, and Harry in the, uh, whatever, the Senate, they're going on a trip to Turks and Caicos? Hmm. Huh. That seems weird to me. That's kind of odd, wouldn't you say? Point I'm trying to make is, political parties are dumb. Join my party, the Franco's World Party, which is also called Welcome to the. So that way, whenever I'm on the debates, they say, and Franco Miller from the Welcome to the Party. See? That's pretty funny. Tom Brenneman was is probably going to be fired. He was suspended. He's the announcer for the Cincinnati Reds, and he does Fox football. He said uh, an F word, but not the one uh, that rhymes with muck. He said the other one. It's kind of a slur. I'm not going to say it. I don't say that word. That's just me. Uh, he said that on air, and during his apology, the Reds hit a home run, and it is top 10 funniest things I've seen in the past year. I mean, he's like, he's like, I'm a man of faith and, and I don't know if I'll ever work again. And there's a high drive to left center field, home run reds for Castellanos for nothing. I don't know if I'll ever work again for Fox. <laughs> he just, oh man. And all the tweets and stuff like that, where people are doing their own. I had my own version. It did all right. I was just like, and much like my career, that ball is out of here. I should have done that. Or uh, uh, he should have said that. But there's people that's like, the world outside is crumbling around me. Ball outside, 2-0. and <laughs> And I'm back. 
Uh, my Wi-Fi cut out. It is what it is. I'm not. I'm not not used to this. So I posed a question on my Instagram story. I said, "What are your like? What's a routine that you have? Like, what's something you're oddly particular about?" Because I'm a very meticulous guy. I I have a lot of things I like done a certain way. Uh, I have these weird rules I make up in my head and I get mad when other people don't follow them. Yeah, I don't say what they are. So really, it's kind of like null and void. It doesn't really matter. You know? Everyone has their own nightly routine, maybe or early morning routine, whatever. Life is all about routines for a lot of people. Like I know for me, I can't get into my bed unless I shower. Like I cannot get into the bed with the clothes that I wore in the outside world. That is disgusting. Dang, clean bed, absolutely tarnished by the clothes that you wore outside. That's crazy. Take a shower. Just do it. Do it. I'm very meticulous in the shower, too. Like, I have to rinse my whole body off, okay? I do that. And then I uh, moisturize, or no, I wash my hands first. I have soap in there. You, You wash your hands. People forget to wash your hands whenever you're in the shower. That should be the first thing you wash because you're taking the outside grossness things that you touch and bring them into the shower with you we're trying to get clean so wash the hands first okay after you like rinse off then i do my facial scrub then i do whatever i'm gonna do with my hair that day maybe it's a a shampoo conditioner day maybe it's just a shampoo day maybe it's just soap day okay sometimes you know every now and again i'll just put soap in there because you're not supposed to put shampoo in your hair every day you know and then I'll wash the left side of my body first and the right side of my body first. That's not weird that I split my body in two during, during shower time. And then that's my routine. And then after I'm done, I dry off. I let my pores close up because the water's so hot. It opens the pores up. I close those up and then I put my moisturizer on before I go to sleep. I'm not trying to have wrinkles. My sister has told me these tricks of the trade and she doesn't have wrinkles. She's also addicted to Botox. So maybe that has something to do with it. Either way. That's kind of my shower routine. Um, I have one more routine, but I'll, I'll share that with you after I read a couple of these. I got like three or four weird things people are particular about. Because let's face it, we're creatures of a habit. Uh, we're, we're very adaptable, but we do have these habitual instincts. And humans are just weird in general. You know? We need to embrace... It's fun being weird. We should embrace... The weird things. The things that make us unique. Seven billion people in this world. You got to stand out somehow. So one person said, there must always be a plan. Well, that's vague. So I'm assuming this person's very, like, just has to plan out every five seconds of their life. I was hoping for something more general, like, not general, something more direct than that, not something general. Uh, there must always be a plan. So does that mean like you're watching TV and you're like, I'm going to watch five minutes of this and then I'm going to flip over and then I'm going to watch the last 15 minutes of this. I don't know what necessarily you're, you're saying there when you say there must always be a plan. Okay. Uh, I am says can't have notifications on my phone. Hate them. He says in all caps, hate them. I hate them too. I always, I always clear notifications on my phone. There's some that I'll leave up. Guy may have seven over 7,000 emails on the bottom thing, on the Gmail thing that I have not touched. I'm a busy guy. You know, I'm wheeling and dealing. It's all business. And it's totally not spam things that I've signed up for for the past decade. It's totally just business. Uh, let's see. I have Skype notifications, Xbox notifications. I've been on there in a long time. 
LinkedIn notifications, Snapchat, Twitter notifications, and, uh, and I got message notifications. Okay, so Ian, maybe I can't relate to you there, buddy. But it doesn't matter. Because I'm the same way. I was about to harp on my sister because my sister has well over 20,000 emails that she has never read. But I'm on the same path. I have set over 7,000. So I guess I'm not better than her in that sense. Let's see here. What else we got? Uh, P-E-P-H, sorry, excuse me, says, I turned the tab on my beer can because I think it might cut my lip. That's interesting. Maybe you have this, maybe you, oh no, follow up. I have never cut my lip, but if I don't turn it, I feel like I might. Mm, you don't know what you don't know. It's scary. I understand the these these routines and habits that we have, they're scary to to take a leap outside of that, even if it's something as simple as turning your beer tab to the side so you don't cut your lip on it. <laughs> All right. Uh, good to know. But again, you know, fi- uh, fire these at me. The story will be up on my Instagram story at Franco's World underscore. I'm curious. I might get back to you and, and I might debate how dumb your ideas are. And I might share with you my ideas that are significantly better than yours. For example, I have a routine that I do Every year on October 15th, it is something I have done every October 15th for the past half a decade at least. What I do is I go to the local grocery store, local CVS, something, and I get my flu shot. Okay? I get my flu shot on October 15th, 15th to 17th. I'll say right around there. 15th to 17th every year. The reason for that being is it takes... Two weeks for the flu vaccine to fully kick in. So by October 31st, when Hallow's Eve rolls around, I'm squared away. I'm good to go. I'm ready to go to these parties. I'm ready to wear five different costumes. You know, I'm there. I think the reason I do this is because I had the flu on Halloween one time when I was a kid. And I woke up from a fever dream with the Halloween Michael Myers theme playing. And that had to have done something traumatic in my brain to where I don't ever want to experience this ever again. So I always get my flu shot on October 15th. And I and I have this routine down to a science. It is a beautiful art when I'm in there. And they should honestly play some sort of uh, melodic, I don't know, theater type music. Some sort of uh, music that you would hear in like a Hans Zimmer score or something like that. Something uh, poetic, but also triumphant, because I have this routine that is just so, so beautiful to watch. So I go in there October 15th every year and I ask, can I get a flu shot, please? And they're like, okay, do you have insurance? I said, yeah, thank God for at least one more year. I have one. Uh, I have insurance and I give them that most time it's free. I think one year I paid like 20 bucks, but maybe I handed them the wrong card, but, uh, it's free. And, uh, thank you to my parents for having health care uh, uh, of, of some capacity and you know i always they're like oh you want right arm or left arm and i say you know what give me right arm this year and i act like oh you know well, normally i'm a left guy but i'm doing right arm this year and i do that because it's my dominant arm and it'll be worked out the most because it, your arm hurts when you get a flu shot you know something about it it, 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 it pain muscle soreness so uh you know I'm, I'm sitting there and i have my sleeve rolled up or maybe like half my shirt off or something like that and I always say the same stuff to him to act like I don't know what I'm already talking about, but I already know everything I'm talking about when it comes to a flu vaccine. 
like I'm making this uh, uh, pharmacist like seem like they're they're sort of like instilling some sort of wisdom on me, even though I already know like what type of strains of the flu this vaccine is going to cover. Because it's like, oh, well, it's not going to be what happened last year because you built up immunity to that. We're going to guess it's going to be a combination of these two strains for next year. Look that up. Okay. And I tell them like, yeah, you know, I heard that if you get it in the middle of October and by the time Halloween rolls around, when the peak of flu season starts taking off, you're already covered. And they're like, yeah, you're right. That that mid-October is probably the best time to get it, you know. And then I and then my, you know, I get some sort of. uh positive thing in my brain sort of like some sort of reaction whenever a gambler wins and something lights off my brain and fires off and i'm just like oh i'm right again yes i love being right all the time and uh and then i they they inject it into my arm and as soon as they do that i start flexing my like arm or whatever muscle you know it's probably it's in the upper it's near the it's near the shoulder in between the shoulder it's not the bicep but it's a it's in, it's in like the shoulder region. So, you know, you got to flex the arm and then I'm massaging the arm. Anything to get it rolling, you know, anything to get the soreness out. And then I say, so uh, I'm going to walk around for 20 minutes and uh, just, you know, standard issue stuff. So I don't pass out in the store. Right. And they start laughing like, yeah, just walk around and check in when you're done. I say, great. Thanks. Honestly, in my mind, that's a ploy to just make sure that uh, the grocery stores stay in business. They want me to buy things. I get it. But I also map out my grocery store visits with my flu shot. So I automatically have to get things. So I'm not just wandering around the store. Not just standing in the bread aisle for nothing. And then when the 20 minutes rolls around, I look at my phone. or check my watch and I, and I walk past them. I, I chuck up the deuce. I walk past them. I say, hey, I'm out of here. And they said, okay, see you. Have a good day. And that's it. I mean, that is my flu shot routine. I like, uh, you know, it's like I have these weird little rituals that I do and stuff like that. Uh, What else do I do that's weird? I always turn the signal when I'm leaving my driveway, even though there's like no cars where I'm at. I just always do it. Just that habit. I like to do it. I'm turning out of my own driveway, but I put my signal on. It's weird. We're all weird. Embrace the weirdness. So uh, let's see here. A couple things couple just random things i want to talk about for the past for the last uh few minutes here we need to start i obviously i need video obviously i need video but my internet is so bad that i can't get anything like i can't upload any videos it is that bad i want to do i need to start a youtube channel for the podcast or i do like franco's clips franco's short franco shorts i don't know what i'd call it you know, Franklin's five minute fiestas. <laughs> I don't know what I'd call it. People like alliteration. And it's just because like the clips are always popping off. I mean, like, so JRE obviously was the first one to do that in my mind was the first one to do the clips. And these clips have millions of views, let alone the episodes themselves have millions of views, but the clips have millions of views. And then uh, Tim Dillon does clips. Flagrant 2 does a really good job of doing clips. That's a. Uh, Andrew Schultz, and so, you know, I just, like, if it's either adapt or die, you gotta do the things that people are doing that are popping off, and yeah, it's it's cool to, like, go your own way, or maybe just be like, ah, oh, no, no, nah, that ain't for me, it's just like, well, do you wanna, do you wanna give views or not, like, do you want to grow whatever it is you're doing, or not, 
You know, everyone's got to swallow a pride pill at some point. I just did mine early. Anyways, let's do one more thing. Let's do one more thing I want to talk about here. I have a fact for you today. And maybe I do this, maybe I do this a weekly thing. Maybe I bring a little fact. Franklin's fact of the week. How about we do that? Doesn't that sound fun? Doesn't that that sound like something a, a grown man would do on their show? Okay. The fact of the day is the Akron Zip mascot is one of very few, one of, is one of very few. I sound like I'm in Romania, Transylvania, Dracula. I met a Romanian guy. Oh, okay. I'll get to that in a second. No way. I'll tell the Romanian guy story. So I'm in Spain. I'm playing basketball with uh, all these kids. It's like, it's like a perfect mural of what America thinks it is multicultural everybody's from a different location on earth and it's great we're all playing basketball kicking soccer ball little kids are running around stuff like that teenagers being cool ha 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 i'm in the corner i don't want to play i'm too cool for school whatever i'm 24 i'll play with the kids and uh this guy is talking to my dad and he was from romania and he's talking to me about dracula as he said not dracula as we all say dracula and dracula was actually a real guy. He wasn't a vampire. Okay, that's common misconception with Dracula folklore. He wasn't a real guy. So Dracula was actually like an like a very I don't know strict, very very ruthless uh, war leader, war general, something something about Romania, Transylvania war, something. And what he would do was. He would drink his enemy's blood after he killed them. And so that's where the whole story of Dracula the vampire with the drinking the blood comes from. And uh, that guy from Romania taught me that. Watch it. Yeah, no, it's Romania. Transylvania. Romania is Transylvania's in Romania, right? This is also why I need a producer, right? I'm looking at the corner of my wall, right? Dracula. Franco's fact of the day, other than that, <laughs> is I, ha- <laughs> I had two uh, today. The Akron Zip mascot is one of the very few female mascots in the country. The Akron Zip mascot, Zippy is the name, and it is a kangaroo. Akron Zip. Uh, and I don't think kangaroos are native to Akron, Ohio. So I don't know why they have that, but they have that. I met a kangaroo one time in. Um, this little tiny, it's like a mini zoo in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Uh, it was outside Allentown, Pennsylvania. And these kangaroos, you could just walk, like walk near them. They had a whole walkway. I don't, I didn't think that was very sad. I thought, I thought kangaroos were kind of like an aggressive animal. But these things are jacked. They are huge. They have amazing pecs. They have amazing, I think they got a little ab action, but their biceps are wild. And that that tail, they stand on the tail and like kick out. So the tail's got to be all muscle also. It's probably like an alligator. It can probably just knock you out cold with the tail. Kangaroos are wild, man. I'd love to hold a, a joey one day, little baby. That's just something, you know, I got to cross off my list. In the meantime, thank you for listening to today's episode. Keep all those questions and answers coming because i finally asked one even though it was this morning and no one really 
participated because I asked it two minutes before I, I filmed the rest of the or recorded the rest of this. And tell your friends about the show so it can grow. Uh, subscribe on. Just, oh yeah, I have to tell people to leave reviews now. My manager told me to tell people to leave reviews. So leave reviews, subscribe to the show, Spotify, Apple, Google Play, all that jazz. And thank you very much. I will see you when I see you. And I hope you have a great day.